Yeah, today, mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. Have your say, yarn up strong. Zero four five seven one four zero double five zero is the text number. Otherwise, you can call me one eight hundred four double two four one six or a Facebook page well, BBM nine eight seven FM. Yarn up strong here on National Talk Black, and uh, it is a, a fat, powerful tool. So do utilize it. And we talk about all topics and all yarns, and um, uh, all is here for your yarns. All right, we're going to catch up a yarn now with Denisha Duff, OAM. First Chief Executive Officer of the Queensland Indigenous Business Network, QIBN, and talk about the inaugural CEO appointed uh, to lead the Queensland Indigenous Business Network, and fantastic as uh, for all our black entrepreneurs on the line. Denisha, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for coming to the program. Where are you based, Denisha? I'm based in Brisbane. Brisbane. All right. Beautiful. Uh, Let the mob know who your mob, where you're from, sis. Yeah, originally from Thursday Island in the Torres Strait. My family are the Drummonds. Okay. So I grew up there, yes. but also got family links to uh, Cape York Mob, Waterty people, Shelburne Bay. All right, beautiful, fantastic. Congratulations on your new appointment. Thank you very much. So, in Orgul, uh, first Chief Executive Officer of the Queensland Digital Business Network, QIBN, and we're talking about black people in business, we're talking about entrepreneurs. Come to the table, yes? That's the one, absolutely. <laughs> so tell us about this space, please. Uh, well, it's been um, a long time coming, I think. Mm. Um, I've been watching around the edges and there's been a, you know, a number of people who have been talking about you know, collaborating, getting a more formal network of businesses together mm-hmm. to look at you know, how do we actually grow the sector. And it's a great opportunity now. We've um, actually secured some start-up funding from the state government, yeah. so... Um, hence, I've been employed as the first um, CEO, yes. which is an exciting opportunity for me because I get to, you know, work with our mob in, um, in the communities and really look at growing the sector. You know, we've got, you know, some amazingly talented people who yes. are already doing stuff in sport and health and uh, business services. So it really is about broadening that to and growing that into the future. So we're talking all industries. Um, come to the table if you're in business and you're a First Nation. Yes. Yep, good, good. there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of corporate and governments who are procuring, who are interested in actually um, funding First Nations um, businesses. So um, we can't meet the demand at the moment and they can't meet the, the demand. So the time is good. Beautiful. Now, how do people um, sign up? How do they become members? Or And is there a member cost? And is there a web page? Educate us on that. Uh, there, there is a website. It's under development. It is my day one today okay, as good. the CEO. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> we have, as a startup business, much to do as well. Yes. Uh, but there is a website, www.qibn.com.au. Okay. Uh, watch this space. There will yeah. be um, uh, possibilities there to join up and be a member as well too. We're still working out mm. you know, membership fees and if you're a startup, how much that would be. You know, as opposed to um, if you're a big company, uh, mm-hmm. we are, you know, we're trying to get um, uh, fully sustainable financially after three years. So we've got to look Beautiful. at our finance model as well. Exactly. Okay, fantastic. Now, QIBN, any uh, association with uh, Supply Nation? 
Uh, yes, yes, we uh, we have been having a number of um, chats with Supply Nation, looking at obviously we don't want to duplicate what their uh, work is, mm. but how do we complement and how do we do more stuff on the ground? I guess. Sure. Um, and you're looking after the state, of course. State yes, of Queensland. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And uh, yep. Supply Nation being a, na- a national organisation. That's right. But you yeah. complement each other is what I'm picking up. Yep. Absolutely. We'll be, um, as part of Quibbin, we'll be establishing some regional hubs. Mm. So, you know, a bit more local contact on the ground. So you've got a place to, if you've got a question or an interest, mm. you've got a place to call and, st- and step in. You can actually talk to someone about, you know, any business issues or any business ideas that you want to flesh out. Beautiful. Uh, so Quibbin, we're talking about a, um, a membership base. Uh, is there a fee? And how long is a fee? Is it a yearly thing? Can you tell us about that, please? Yeah, we're still in um, development of that. Okay. So I've got a, obviously a board that um, needs to approve all of that sort of stuff. So there will be um, a fee depending on what size of your business is mm. and it will be an annual fee. Sure, annual fee. And so you just like a renewal every year? Yeah, yeah, you'll just have to watch the website, I'm sorry. I don't have all that information. All good, Denisha, all good. Beginning's (laughs) half done, so more power to you. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And what about uh, the team? How many um, team on board? Uh, at the moment, it's me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hold the raise. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Like, don't rush, please. <laughs> Slow down, Tom. <Trev. laughs> <laughs> Certainly, mm. we, we've got a few. I've got a few positions to recruit too. So, and some of those staff will be regionally based as we set the hubs up. Yeah, um, I, I will be going out, you know, to Cairns and, um, and and regional areas to to meet with businesses and yes. you know have meeting nights as well too, where people can come along and and mm. have a yarn about um, you know who we are, how we're developing, and how mm. they can get engaged and so it becomes a, a fantastic platform for black people in business to be at the table an opportunity to promote who who they are the business they do and um, then make um, joint ventures or conversation where they can um, coexist with other businesses yeah absolutely you can collaborate with other black businesses as well yeah. that's what we want to uh, create an environment where that happens where we're actually investing in each other and there's always a big call for procurement, so non-indigenous business or government organisation uh, approaching uh, black businesses who are at the table, and Cuban is a fantastic um, platform for that too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Businesses, corporates, um, they're just banging on our door to try mm. and um, partner. Good. Good. I say we are business people. We just happen to be black is what I pick up. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Denisha, good yarning <laughs> with you. Congratulations. Please do keep in touch. Enjoy that journey. The inaugural CEO appointed lead the Queensland Digital Business Network. You are so deadly, my sister. And um, well, looking forward much. to be yarning soon, okay? Yeah, deadly. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, deadly yarn there. Denisha Duff, her name is OAM. First Chief Executive Officer of the Queensland Digital Business Network, Quibbon, is the acronym. So do check it out if you are in business. Keep checking out that uh, webpage. And it is uh, all the w's.qibn.com.au. And they're at building stage at the moment. But look, it's a fantastic uh, platform. If you are in business and you want to expose or promote your business, it's good being membership of, and they're working out uh, if there's a membership fee and whether it's an annual fee, whatever the case might be. But uh, look, look into it. Um, I always say that um, uh, in business, don't care what product you got, uh, marketing is it. It's how you market your product. Uh, and this would be a great platform to market your product, to be a part of it, the association and, and joint ventures and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, marketing is it. If McDonald's uh, stop telling us that it's Mac time, then we'll start to think the burgers are better Hungry Jacks. There's marketing right there, you know. So there it is. Have you say, Yarn Strong? Add to the conversation here on National Talk Black, Trendy Treb, Murray from Curry. Mm-hmm.
My whole family immigrants And the land down under we became citizens And no, no I grew a love for the land that I've been living in The most cherished memories when I reminisce But being the foreigner that I am I keep on trying even more to understand The stories and origins of this land Pay my respects just cause it's who I am How can I ignore the history behind it? You must know the desire in me to find it Let me show you not just how deep I'm pride is I'm Australian brother, I told you it proudly I hold the same pride for every culture around me Acknowledge a nation, people was given this land Aboriginal, Torres Strait, our indigenous fam Today I celebrate you, we'll never switch on my stance Shake a leg, breaking bread, then let's mix up the plan A moment of silence, a whole lot of devastation We can't forget about the stolen generations Like, it was like they never even mattered All their people batted, can't even fathom Really how deep this tragic Tell me how much would this be traumatic Have your dreams shattered and if say all of your families Scattered. That's what actually happened to the aboriginals The connection that they have with this land and the spiritual Said so today is the day I will commemorate it Because this is the land that you and I were raised in My whole family immigrants And the land and under we became citizens And no, Grew a love for the land that I've been living in Most cherished memories that I reminisce How can I ignore the history behind it? You must know the desire in me to find it just how deep I'm proud of deeper than Cowries, taller than Mozambique. Must be the father of me. Thank God my father here. He brought us all to eat. He worked the day and night. He brought us over here. And it's a, and it's a party. Crack a six pack, put some snacks on the party. Bend around my mind when my phone got to call it. Had to tell the boss, man, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Come get on the piss, Bob Molly, don't worry. Got my trusty spray just in case of the mozzies. I don't stray your day, I'm a place that which got it. Hit the bottle low and pick up another Bottle, yeah, and then pick up another, another one. We kicking on and on. Show you they coming guns, still we gonna run it up. Till we run out of love and the booze and the buzz. And then we carry on, and then we carry on. My whole family immigrants, yeah. and the land down under we became citizens. And on, on. I grew a love for the land that I been living in. Most cherished memories that I reminisce. How can I ignore the history behind it? You must know the desire in me to find it. Let me show you not just how deep my pride is. The most cherished memories when I Yes, very good morning, New Delhi Mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. It is I, Trevor Tim, Trendy Trev Murray from the Curry. I come to you live from First Nation Radio Station here in Cairns on Yudinji Country. as BBM Bumper Brip Media, 98.7 FM. And we go across the nation thanks to NERS, National News Radio Service. You can have your saber calls from that daily number, 1-800-422-416. Now, Indigenous School engages youth through activities that promote a sense of self-sufficiency and connection to land. Uh, and uh, that uh, school is a silver lining school uh, at Fixed Crossing. And look, with that, we're going to catch up with the principal, Joe Campbell. Joe's on the line. Joe, good morning, sister. How are you? Uh, good morning to you, brother. I'm well, thank you. I'm good. sitting talking to you on beautiful Waka Waka country. Uh, that's looking glorious after we've had all this lovely rain. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, I feel you, my sister. And look, before we start, sister, let the mob know who you mob, where you from, Joe? 
Mm. Well, it's a good question. Thanks, Trevor. So I was born on Ngunnawal country, but one of those um, I'm one of those people that don't actually know. So I make it very clear when I first have these conversations is, you know, I don't know. Uh, I haven't had it confirmed yet, um, but uh, I have spoken to old aunties and, you know, in the way that they do, mm. they say, yeah, we can see you. Yeah, good. So I, I've, I, until I know and have confirmation, I, I don't actually know. But I, Well, we I claim do, you. We you claim know. you, sister. We claim you. <laughs> You're lovely. <laughs> I, I, it's something that I'm really trying to be very respectful of because sure. I know quite rightly people get, you know, upset about it and so I just make it clear at the beginning. Um, but I'm looking. I'm searching. But I good. certainly feel connected. Good. Um, and connected to that country down there. Lovely. Yeah. Well, no one can tell anybody where they're from and who they're mob. And uh, if you feel that good spirit inside you, then so be it, my sister. So that's good, Joe. Mm. So, you're look, wonderful. thank you for coming to the program. You're the principal of Silver Lining. So tell us about Silver Lining. Uh, tell us about this school and, and the work mm. that you do and, and the curriculum, please. Mm, okay, well, well, Silver Lining Foundation Australia is, a, is an Aboriginal-led response to... Um, the school to prison pipeline pipeline that exists for so many of our young people. Mm. Um, we have schools in of here just outside of Sherberg, but we've also got schools in Townsville, um, Cairns, and Ingham. Mm. Yes. And they're uh, you know um, it, it's uh, they're all schools. What's called special assistance schooling. Yes. So it's around working with young people in different ways. Many of our young people have experiences that we all know around, you know, that really are around intergenerational trauma mm. and the impacts that that has caused families. Um, and so they really struggle in mainstream environments for, for lots of reasons. Mm. Um, and so special assistance schools provide a different alternative or a different way of working with young people. It's quite a relational way. Like we're really invested in the young person. You know, we just have positive regard mm. for who they are as young people, irrespective of their behaviours. You know, we often talk about looking what's beyond the behaviour, what's actually driving it, mm. instead of just reacting to behaviour, looking at what's driving it and really seek to so, to support that, sure. what's happening at that point. So, yeah, special assistance uh, schools, are, or they're actually across Australia, mm. Queensland's leading the way, would you believe, yeah. um, in um, in special assistance schooling. So uh, it's a it's a really great way to work with young people who who would otherwise be forgotten, just mm. suspended or expelled, um, mm -hmm. and then that's how they find themselves in you know in in really deep water and end up in that you know mm. juvenile justice system and then into the into the you know the adult prison system. So we really want to you know, mm. deflect these young people who are young people. And I have to remind lots of adults, what kind of decisions were they making when they were 13 and 14? Sure. And, exactly. You know, we, we need to support these young ones. We're, I always say, you know, young people ask for love in sometimes the most unloving ways. Mm. Exactly. And if you look at it, the old saying, um, I've said it many times, if Golf Whitlam came back to life, the only thing you see the same is the curriculum, you know, the education system. And it's not, um, it's not for everybody, the curriculum. You know, that's right. And, and what, I, what right. I'm picking up with you guys here, um, look, it's fantastic because it's not one size fits all, does it? 
That's right. So we, you know, many of our young people have, have got big gaps in their learning. Mm. So for you to, for them to attend a mainstream school, they would be, you know, uh, in a year nine class doing year nine school work, some differentiated, mm. but it would be, you know, at the year nine level. Whereas many, many of our young people come with, you know, their, their reading is at year three level. So we sure. really target the learning, the literacy and numeracy learning at where they are at rather than where their age is. Mm. And that means that young people then can start to explore and grow confidence as learners. Mm. So many of our young'uns walk through the door and they just are so down on themselves as learning. They don't back themselves. It's not all their fault, is it? Absolutely not. Like, we, you you know, know, we're young people... You know, we talk a lot about, you know, you make mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. It's what you do with the mm. with the mistakes that's, the, you know, the, the issue. And, mm. you know, we really support young people to make mistakes and learn and grow. Oh, yeah. exactly. And, you know, we, you know, we know shame and how shame, how big shame is in our, you know, our, our communities. And, mm. and so, you know, making mistakes is, a, is, is, uh, is something so they won't try because they don't want to fail. Exactly. So we really work on the try. Hey, it doesn't matter. Hey, it doesn't matter if you fail. Give it a try. I often say Michael Jordan, mm. he didn't just wake up perfect one day. He tried and failed and tried and failed and mm. tried and failed and tried and failed. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's around really helping them gain confidence themselves as young people, as learners, as important people in our community mm. and and one of the ways that we do that is that, you know, connection to country. Exactly. Connection to learning. You know, so many are disconnected exactly. from their, their their learnings. And so we really want to connect them to, to do that. Joe, how many um, staff you got on board and how's that work? And um, is it a full day at school? Is it Monday to Friday? Paint that picture, please. Yes. Yep, so we have Monday to Friday. Um, we have two programs within each group. So we've got we've got the two schools. We've got the young men's program, okay. and then we've got the young women's program because and we, and we keep them separate because we think that's culturally appropriate. Yes, men's business. Um, yep. And mm, and then um, and then we you know we within that we have the morning program, and they're the young people that are further along in their journey. Mm. Um, and then in the afternoon program, that's more of a connection program. That's the you know, that's the kids that are out, you know, really struggling and they're mm. struggling and you see they're sniffing or they're getting into some pretty hardcore crime. Sure. So we, you know, we still work with them. They're still welcome in the circle. Mm. Everyone's welcome in the circle, but we all have different resp- responsibilities within that circle. And sure. so the afternoon program, you know, it's a, it's a shorter two-hour, you know, connection point support them in where their needs are at yep. whereas the morning program is just they're a little bit further on you know their, their, their journey into into adulthood so we're able to you know they're with us for you know for four four hours so we get to have mm. sort of more uh, embedded sort of curriculum um, and some of that stuff is what you've seen recently is growing the gut you know grow having their own garden yeah. um, but also we work Hands with on. the um, rangers yeah rangers and fire sticks alliance which is cool. up your way yes. um, to to teach the young people around those really tr- uh, traditional fire practices and um, caring for country. Yeah. And did they come out of school? Stuff. Oh, sorry. sorry. Did, they, did they come out of school with a certificate as such? Or? Well, that's something that we're working on right now. So okay. there is a Cert 2 in uh, land, Aboriginal Land Management. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it, you know, like we're, yeah, we're working on that. We're, it, it's sometimes it can be a little tricky, particularly with young people who have got really low literacy and numeracy. Yep. So we're working, you know, we're having discussions with Fire Six Alliance and the um, BPAC Rangers mm. to work out how we can provide a certificate. So that is, you know, that is vet qualified. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that's the one that's a work in progress. That that one. Okay, that's <laughs> all good. That's all good. And how long has Silver Line been operating for, Joe? Uh, well, Silver Lining as a foundation have been around for a while, mm. and that you know it's had various kind of forms. Um, you know, it's changed, yep. but certainly in the last four years, I mean, this particular school has a very sad history. Mm. Um, it started as an adult education centre with Silver Lining a long, long time ago. Mm. Um, then it was it sort of morphed into a, a high school. Um, it was taken over by a Brisbane school. Um, set of schools uh, and set it up as a rodeo program. So it was really successful as a rodeo program. We had mm. young people engaging in rodeo and just doing, you know, doing having great, great uh, outcomes. Mm. Um, and then that school decided to close the school um, and pull out. They pulled out of a number of schools and um, we had 16 suicides of those young people engaged wow. in that program yes. because once you pull a, you know, you pull a safety net. It's, it's a, it's a like lost cause. They, there's no light at the end of the tunnel when things go taken, gets taken away from them, don't they? Right. Yes. Right. And it was devastating. And that's something that the community and I are still quite, you know, angry about that that mm. can happen because these types of schools, we, we're a safety blanket, a place mm. of belonging, sure. a place where you can come and get, you know, get what you need. You can learn and feel connected, like to something. And, and pulling the rug you. out from under them is not a good move. Mm, well, it mm. was it was you know pretty devastating for sixteen families, like you yeah. can imagine. The, de- the and so Silver Lining then took the school back mm. um, from that, from that organisation, and then we've you know we've really tried hard to build trust with community again and to really show that we're, you know, we're here for the long haul. That was another organisation. It was a, you know, it Mm. was just a, it was a devastating decision by them. Um, And uh, so we've, you know, so since 2019, Silver Lining have been back rebuilding. Mm. Um, I've been on board for three years. Um, So we, you know, we've, um, We've seen the school go from, you know, reg- back then to a registration of um, about nine, you know, nine kids, and now we've got 43. Mm. So young people who are, you know, in um, varying stages of their journey, and it's it's wonderful to see them grow and learn and grow mm. confidence as learners. We talk about being two worlds strong, mm. being being strong in both worlds. Yes, like strong in your knowledge of your your culture and your connection to this country, but also strong in you know the settler world because mm. that's the way that you can really. Well, you can, can have feet really in both camps, and that that's a strong foundation when you got feet in both camp. That's it. Mm. That's a powerful. perfect way to put it. Yeah, we we are wealthy powerful. being black, is what I always say. Hey, mm. absolutely. In more ways than well, one. We do. Yep, we talk about the black economy. Like yeah. you know, it's a it's a it's a proper thing. And if you grow your skills in mm. the black economy, you're going to do all right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Look, a beautiful yarn. Thank you very much for sharing, Joe. And big shout out to your team there, and of course the students. And um, um, everyone's got um, you know um, a reason to be on planet Earth. 
and just finding that vision and uh, you know their belonging. They say two most important days of your life is is one when you're born, and the second one is to know why you were born. And that's what you what you're doing at Silver Line and help these kids find out why they were born and pursue it. And mm. thank you for sharing, sister. That's beautiful. I didn't answer your question about how many staff we have. Yes. We have ten staff on board. Ten staff. Okay. And, yeah, we have ten staff, and we and we really make sure that um, we have a good balance good. of staff and so that, you know, that from, um, from you know, uh, employing from community mm. so that young people see themselves in the staff yes. um, and then also, you know, other people who, have, who bring different skill sets. So we, we try to keep a balance um, of staff, but definitely the focus is on employing from community so that Powerful. Um, young people get that support. Exactly. Well, the old saying too, it takes a community to raise a child, doesn't it? So we're all in this together, aren't we? That's right. Yeah, yeah totally. Good, good totally. yarn with you, Joe. Thank you, sister. How was um, that? That was, was that, deadly. Right? that was deadly, my sister, and thank you for sharing and enlightening us. And um, keep doing what you're doing. Please do keep in touch. And uh, like I said, shout out to your team and also them deadly students, sister. Well, you know what? It, that's exactly right. It takes a team from our head office team, from yes. from all the team on board, you know, from the from our, our cleaner to all the way up to the executive director, Good. who is a boy from, is a boy from Sherbrooke, so our CEO. <laughs> Represent, Joe. So, thank you, darling. You, know, you take care, eh? and all the best. Cheers. Thanks very much. Look, when are you when are you putting it on? Live now, sister. All good. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Geez, thank I you. I thought it wasn't live. Yeah. Too deadly, sister. Thank you. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Beautiful yarn there. That's uh, Joe Joe Campbell, uh, principal Silver Lining, uh, based down there at, uh, near Sherberg. And uh, look, fantastic at uh, fixed crossing. And uh, look, using that uh, space there to uh, help uh, disengage kids, to get engaged. That's what it's all about. And um, uh, when you look at the curriculum, it's not um, there for everybody, you know. And um, I think it's um, fantastic that this should be templated across across the country, across the world, if not, you know. Uh, the curriculum needs to change, I will say that much. If, um, as I said, Golf Whitlam comes back to life, the only thing he sees the same is, is the curriculum. Things don't change if things don't change. Have you say, Yarn Up Strong? Add to the conversation here, National Talk Black, 1-800-422-416. Too deadly. <laughs> of ceremony of day and night a secret land of waters a place of life we climb on high and from where we stand we look across Malambara land Bonabuddy Flows out to sea And as it flows It calls to me We climb on high We climb on 
Very good morning, you Daily Mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. As I, Trevor, Tim, Trendy, Trev, Murray from the Curry, come to you live from First Nation Radio Station here in Cairns on your dingy country. That's BBM Bummerbrook Media, 98.7 FM. We go across the nation thanks to NERS, National Radio Service. You can have your say by calling us on that daily number, 1-800-422-416. Speaking of um, a mob, Wanyi, a Kalkadun descendant, we're talking about Josh Kremer. Um, barrister and got him on the line and talk about the trek to raise deadly funds for First Nations Lived Experience Centre. We're talking the big mountain, Mount Everest. Got Josh on the line. Josh, good morning, my brother. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Trevor. Great to be here, actually. Uh, great to have you. Thank you for coming. So before we start, let the mob know who your mob were you from, brother. Well, you're the Murray from the Curry and I'm right next door. My <laughs> name's, uh, my family's the Leons and they're from um, Kalkadoon around Mount Isa, yes. obviously, and then one year up around Lawn Hill Country too. So I grew up in Mount Isa, and uh, we got we got younger. connection, brother. We got connection. We do. <laughs> we do. And you, you know, you say in Mount Isa here, related to I'm related to everybody. So yeah, that's right, bro. Too. <laughs> too deadly. Look, thank you for coming to the program, and congratulations on on your movement in your life, your career, barrister. Too deadly. But we're talking about the big mountain. We're talking Mount Everest. Uh, we're talking about you uh, travelling out there, a group of friends, 
and uh, going to the the base there, the camp there, and you're raising money, $50,000. Black Dog Institute, tell us how this all came about, uh, and you're raising money for First Nations Lived Experience Centre. Yeah, look, it was a sad way, and it came about. I lost my youngest brother to suicide. So uh, sorry, so sorry, brother. No, I appreciate that, Trevor. And a lot of your listeners will know they've been hurt by similar experiences. But mm. Boxing Day 2022, um, a couple of months later, I was like, I really need to do something here. I wanted to challenge myself physically and mentally. And mm. uh, on the Monday, I decided to go to Everest Base Camp track. And the Friday, I was on the plane. Uh, and I was over there. A couple of days mm. later, I started my hike. And I thought, you know, it's something I'd love to have done with my brother. But how about going with a group of friends and people I care about? And... I came back home and almost 12 months on, we've, there's a group of 11 of us, nine mm. black, black fellows included. We're leaving on the 28th of Feb. And uh, as you say, raising money for the uh, Black Dog Institute, yeah. Uh, yeah, Indigenous Lived Experience Centre. Well, brother, like I said, Murray from Curry Murray from Man Isa, brother, you better take wool and G-strings rugged up, brother. It's going to be cold over there, brother. Mate, I need the bloody kangaroo case. That's what I need. <laughs> or a possum cloak or something like that. It's going to be, I had a look the other day, and it said mm. minus 22 feels like minus 30 over there this week. So, yeah. big one. So, again, to the base of Mount Everest, um, is the goal to climb the mountain? Look, um, it's a 10-day track all up. Uh, mm. Having been over there last year and having seen how dangerous it is and how, really, you've got to have a lot of experience to go to the top. Sure. Uh, Father three, not really keen to do that at any time soon. But mm. tracking through the Himalayas, beautiful. Yep. Um, really picturesque and something I can do for, for many years to come. Mm, good. Fantastic, brother. And um, you're talking nine First Nation mob is joining you as well, eh? Yeah, from all over the place. We've got Quentin Schultz. Um, people know Quentin from Sobar and Black Dog Institute. Jai yes. Lawton, he's mobbed from Central Queensland. Crystal Kinsella, David and Emma Williams, two Waka Waka mob. Uh, Kyle Dancy. Uh, we got, so we've got a big crew of us. Um, yeah. Kevin O'Brien, Kevin O'Brien's representing the Torres Strait Islander mob, so we'll have the Torres Strait Islander flag there. And, Good. And Jeremy Donovan, too, who um, a lot of your listeners will know. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that's on 28th of February, and uh, how long is the trek for, and when will you return home? And I'd love to have a yarn with you when you get back, of course. Yeah, well, if I'm not uh, not too uh, too frozen, but uh, 14 <laughs> days are gone all up, and the trek's about 10 days. And as I say, with Black Dog Institute, we've already raised about $32,000. So really keen to hit that 50000 because cool. all that money goes to the uh, Indigenous Lived Experience Centre, which supports Indigenous mental health and mm. Aboriginal suicide. Okay, brother. So how do people donate? How do people support you? Uh, jump online, Black Dog Institute. You can search Joshua Creamer, so mm -hmm. J-O-S-H-U-A-C-R-E-A-M-E-R, or mm -hmm. just Google Joshua Creamer, Black Dog Institute. Yep. The fundraiser will come up, and every cent that we raise will go to, to the uh, Black Dog Institute. Like I said, lived experience centre. Yeah, beautiful, brother. And give us a bit of background with the Black Dog um, Institute, please. Yeah, so the centre, and Quentin Schultz is coming along as mm. sort of key in, in working with the centre, but it's set up people like Joe Williams and others to support Indigenous people because our highest, you know, we've got the highest rates of suicide anywhere yes. in Australia. And, um, it's an ongoing issue all across Australia, as, as people know, but all those funds will go toward programs, supporting programs or individuals who work directly with Aboriginal people who are threat of suicide or experience uh, mental health issues. And so mm. we're really proud of being able to support that initiative. All of us on the journey, on the hike, have been touched by that at some stage, so it's an issue really important for all of us. 
Oh, fantastic, brother. Look, congratulations, and look, big shout-out to, to the mob joining you. Uh, no jai through uh, BEMA, Brisbane Digital Media Association. The brother can talk. He's going to walk too, so that's deadly, brother. Uh, climb. Do enjoy the journey. Stay safe. Please keep in touch. It's for a good cause. And um, look, to all our mob out there, let's support this cause and support our, put a, uh, support our mob. You know, it's um, a very important space. But thank you, Josh, and um, you stay warm, stay deadly, brother, and we'll yarn when you get back. Yeah, I'll see you on the 2025 track, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just pulled my hamstring thinking about it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you take care. Cuss all the best, eh? See you, mate. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Deadly yarn there. That's uh, Josh Kramer, barrister, uh, one year Kalkanoon descent. And uh, look, talking about the beautiful uh, trek that he's doing with uh, a group of uh, nine Murrays, uh, First Nation people, Torres Strait Islanders as well, trek to raise deadly funds for First Nation Lived Experience Centre. Uh, got about $30,000 raised already. And the, the goal is $50,000 again to the big mountain. We're talking Mount Everest at the base there, doing a, a 10 day trek. And look fantastic, and uh, you can support them by going to the Black Dog Institute, or if you want to um, uh, Google Josh Creamer, and that's J U S H U A and Creamer C R E A M E R. Do check that. Support these um, fantastic um, uh, trek event, and uh, it's looking after our mob in the Black Dog Institute. So there it is. Have you seen Yan Armstrong add to the conversation here? National Talk Black. <laughs>
Yeah, welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. Have your say, Yarn Up Strong, 1-800-422-416. Call that number, Yarn is yours truly, Trevor Tim, Trendy Trev Murray from the Curry. I come to you live from First Station Radio Station here in Cairns on your dingy country. That's BB and Bumber Bit Media, 98.7 FM, and across the nation, thanks to News National News Radio Service. All right, new eczema storybook to promote healthy skin. Uh, a children's book written by Community for Community has been launched in Western Australia, Southwest, to help children and families understand more about one of the most common inflammatory skin di- conditions in children. So I'm going to catch up with Yana, um, Jacinta Walton uh, and uh, Sally Smith, community member and co-author, and got them on the line. And uh, Very good morning, sisters. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Jacinta, Sally, you both there? Yes, hello? Yep, yeah, hello. Uh, thank you very much for coming to the program. Uh, before we start, let the mob know who you mob, where you're from, Jacinta. Oh, Kaya. Uh, I am a Wilman Yungar woman, and um, we are both calling in together here from Wadandibuja, which is Yungar country in the southwest of Western Australia. Good, and I'll head beautiful. Yes, yeah, Sally, Sally, Kaya. who you mob? Yep, thank you. Who yes, you mob, where I you from? Too, I too am a Noongar woman from the southwest Buja, Wadandi. Oh, beautiful. Lovely footprint. Thank you very much for coming to the program. Congratulations. We've got a, a children's book written for uh, by community, for community. So tell us about this uh, deadly book, please, girls. Uh, yeah, so following um, Carl, Carl is a proud young Noongar boy. Mm. This story follows his journey to uh, to strong skin. Okay. After he and his mum identify eczema on his arm, they visit the local Aboriginal Medical Service and seek advice from the doctor. Mm. The so, storybook game. Yep, you go. I'm just telling about the eczema. T- tell us about eczema, first of all. That's a skin disease, is it not? That's correct. So mm. eczema is a non-infectious skin disease. So they're um, generally, um, I suppose, hereditary mm. and environmental factors that can, can cause eczema. Um, and it starts in, early in life, generally in the first few months, mm. um, and it, it can sometimes leave you um, as you grow older. But, yeah, it's a it's a really itchy skin condition. Yes. So it's not great because you um, are exposing yourself to sort of, you know, potential infection. Mm. And it, it can keep kulanga, or sorry, that's the Nyungar word for children. Okay. It can keep children, you know, awake at night. And it can just be bad for well-being sometimes. And so, yeah, we really wanted to support families in, in um, managing their eczema. So co-author a book uh, to educate uh, the, the people and also just to uh, highlight uh, ex- eczema, yeah? Yeah. Good. Fantastic. And Tell us about the book. Story so about Carl, eh? Yeah, Carl, Carl is a um, proud Noongar boy who loves football. Mm. So, um, you know, we know that our children love football and... yes. And when they're running around on the grass and stuff, it can make them quite itchy. So with the book, it helps support the family with five easy steps on how Mm. to manage um, keeping the eczema from getting less um, infectious. Mm. Good, good. So, uh, And the book is launched. Uh, Where where can they pick up the book? Is it going through schools or are you going to uh, a bookstore? Paint that picture. So we have um, printed quite a number of uh, the storybooks, and we'll be disseminating to schools, libraries, Good. community centres, and Aboriginal organisations throughout Noongar Buja country um, as the first priority. But um, we would love 
uh, for anyone who's interested to jump on our webpage, the Telethon Kids Institute um, mm. webpage, um, and search Healthy Skin Storybooks, and you'll be able to actually download a PDF version if you would like to read it online. You can listen to one of our amazing um, community advisory group members and co-authors uh, narrating the storybook. Yes. And... Um, yeah, also we have contact details there if anyone is interested in, in reaching out to us for a hard copy. We can surely organise something. Good, fantastic. Now tell us about Carl. How old is Carl? Um, roughly, Carl is about eight years old. Eight so years old. Is he excited yeah. about him being like the, the main character in the book? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the main character and uh, in the book we have um, we have his family. So we Good. have Mum, Dad, Nan and Pop and his dog, Jilba. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Deadly Jilba. <laughs> so, so there it is, yeah. So he's a star and Jilba's star as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's a, he's a star of the book too. And, um, yeah, because with eczema, sometimes it can mm. affect the whole family. Sure, you know? yeah. Is, is it contagious, is it? Not not contagious. Okay. But, um, yep. If they, you know, if they get itchy and sore, they might be tossing and turning yeah. at night, and which which can keep the whole family awake. So. Sure. Uh, remedy for that is what just keeping your your skin clean and healthy living, healthy lifestyle. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, all of those things are amazing. Mm. Um, but you know, sometimes I think eczema. It's important to go and visit your local AMS. Um, Aboriginal Medical Service. Yes. Um, and yeah, speak to a doctor there because they they may have a special cream that they would like to give you to follow. But definitely, you know, small mm. little changes. If if something is you know itchy, like grass or like a, a clothing, definitely mm. try and avoid them. Yes. Of course. Um, staying cool because heat can kind of flare it up a little bit or irritate it. Um, and, and trying to use, um, you know, uh, I suppose bath oil rather than, or yeah. soap-free wash rather than soap wash because that can irritate as well. And, yeah. and keeping your body moisturised too. So, well, fantastic. Um, yeah, that's what we've covered in the book good, to, good, to good. highlight that. And then, of course, for Coolangar, for children, to mm. let their, their grown-up and a grown-up know if they have any sores or itchy skin so that yeah. they can look at that. Well, congratulations, Jacinta, Sully, fantastic um, uh, co-author, and a big shout to Telethon Kids Institute, and also to Carl, fantastic, and his family. Uh, great story, and uh, like we need to educate our young ones and uh, look after each other, look after our skins. Thank you very much for the yarn, sisters. Thank you, Trevor. You Thank take you care. All much. the best, Thanks girls. For having us. You too. Bye. 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 A deadly yarn there. That's Jacinta Walton and Sally Smith, community's members and co-author uh, of the new ECMA uh, storybook to promote healthy skin, a children's book written by Community for Community. has been launched in Western Australia, Southwest, to help children and families understand more about one of the most commonly uh, common inflammatory skin disease um, conditions in children. So there it is. Working together, you mob. Uh, look, with that, uh, Trendy Trev's going to sign off. Uh, thank you very much for your company, you mob, and we'll yarn soon. Too deadly. We tree, you mob. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of the best of National Talk Black. Catch you mob next week, same time, same station.
Yeah.